it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show. Uh, the show has been on for over five years now. And at the beginning of every show, I explain why we call it the Synergy Connection Show. And that's because we are four in one. Uh, we are physical, we are emotional, we are spiritual, and we are intellectual. And keeping those four aspects of who we are in balance is what the show is all about. Because sometimes we get terribly out of balance. We're not taking care of ourselves physically. We're not taking care of ourselves emotionally. We're not learning anymore. So the intellectual part of our lives kind of goes away. And the spiritual is not necessarily religious as much as it is that connection that we have with a higher power. And I've done a number of shows on how that actually has happened for me. Um, but, uh, you know, keeping your chakras in balance, understanding that we do have relationships with those that have passed on and um, connecting to that divine level, which is the 12th chakra. So we talk about all of that on the show and we have for the past five plus years now. And I have returning with me Victoria Hawkins today, and uh, she is going to talk about learning how to let go. Um, before we start the show, I just want to remind everyone that if you go to SynergyConnectionRadio.com, there is a um, link there that goes into Boomer products. I've been using them for the past seven years, and I know that that has uh, one of the main reasons that I stayed very healthy all during the pandemic. And I want to remind everybody that when you go for your physical, please, please, please ask your doctor to do a D as in dog three test and a C-reactive protein test. Uh, the D3 is your immune system and you need to have that number when it comes back be above 70. If it isn't, start taking at least 10,000 international units of vitamin D. Uh, the C-reactive protein is your inflammation level and every single disease begins with inflammation someplace in the body. So you want that number to be below 0.5. Um, I will tell you that the last time I did my physical, and it's coming up pretty soon, but the last time it was 0.1 for me. And my D3 level is, uh, the last time was at 100. So um, that's as high as you want it to go. I've actually dropped back to taking just 5,000 international units as a result. But it means that you're capable of fighting off you know, bacteria and viruses and other kinds of illnesses that we can all um, encounter out there. Um, so please ask your doctor to run those tests. And if you go to the Boomer website, which is boomerboost.com, there's like 2,600 testimonies on their website. There's all kinds of um, uh, videos and uh, blogs and just different things. So if you decide when you check out that you want to, um, you know, like try some of their products and something. If you just put my name, uh, L-U-C-Y, into the discount box, you'll get $5 off. And, you know, you might as well take advantage of that. And I laughingly say, because I was talking to a financial planner on the show probably a month or more ago now, but I was talking to him and he said, you know, if you saw $5 laying on the ground, you wouldn't just walk past it. 
you'd kind of pick it up and go, you know, I guess I got a gift from my angels or something. And so, you know, if you're checking out, take advantage of that. Take, take the $5 discount. All right. So, um, I am thrilled to have Victoria back on the show. And like I said, we're going to be talking about learning how to let go. And it's something that everyone experiences from the time, actually, that you're a baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to let go of your bottles. Normally, (laughs) you have to let go of a binky. You let go of a baby bed. You let go of, um, you know, mom and dad's hands as you go off to preschool. Um, you're constantly letting go of something to embrace something else that's coming. Mm-hmm. And even as we age, um, you know, and, and all of us do, uh, hopefully, but as we age, our bodies change and we're letting go of what we once could do easily. And maybe now not so easily. Um, I'm living in a 55 plus community and I'm certainly looking around at what is to come for me. And I'm kind of going, holy cow, you know, this does, you know, there's an expression about aging isn't for sissies. And (laughs) I absolutely believe that it's not for sissies. And so in my mind, I will be forever 39. And I think that's what Jack Benny was. Right. (laughs) So I think I'll just hold on to Jack Benny's age at that point. But uh, letting go is not an easy thing to do. And, you know, we let go of loved ones and we let go of, you know, um, a pet that, you know, maybe dies at the age of 10 or 15. I've had many of them that I unfortunately had to put to sleep because Mm -hmm. they were struggling. So welcome to the show again. And we'll jump into this learning how to let go topic. And thank you. Yes, it's great to be with you again, Lucy. I always love our time together. And as I was uh, preparing earlier today to have this time and our talk together, I thought it was so uh, serendipitous, I guess I would say, because three times I received the message today about letting go. And I just really made me chuckle. You know, the first time I was like, oh, that's really interesting. The second time I thought again, hmm, that's another reminder. The third time I just laughed. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. And it's like, they want to make sure that you're getting the message. (laughs) And three is always a big number for me. I, as those of you that have listened to uh, some of the talks that Lucy and I have done together, I really do work with, um, a lot of symbols through nature and also through things like numbers and um, just messages from our guides, right? So three is a big number for me. And I, I thought I would even share because the very first message that I got was on just a social media post that someone had made. I don't even remember who, just a, you know, kind of a friend or acquaintance, but it was one, one of my favorite uh spiritual teachers who passed on and transitioned, which we let go of him in physical form last year, but it was uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. And he has done just amazing work in the field of mindfulness. And there's, he has so many teachings for us. And this was from his book, The Heart of the Buddha's Teaching. And it says, this is his quote, Letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, 
anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. Hmm. And that was my first, um, my first message given to me today. The others were even more simplistic and they literally just said, it's time to let go. (laughs) (laughs) And that one was more poetic as you heard. And I thought it really brought up some interesting things because one of the things I noticed last year when he passed and made his physical transformation and transition was how sad I actually felt, even though this is a man that I never personally met, but I've been following his teachings for quite a number of years. I probably 20 at least. And he was one of my first people that I started reading his works about mindfulness. And mindfulness is one of the techniques I use when I have, you know, begun the process of learning to let go myself. Um, And for those that aren't familiar with mindfulness, mindfulness really is this idea. I say, you're putting your full mind on something. And that's my very simplistic way of saying it. And so often our mind is full of so many things. Um, So when we become more mindful, we're choosing to place our focus on one thing. And one of my favorite things that he uh, teaches us is to just start with our breath, our inhale and our exhale. And just even saying, I notice myself breathing in, I notice myself breathing out. And this is a skill that I've come back to probably every single day of my life for many, many years. Because like you were saying, Lucy, we all have times in our lives that are more full of transition and maybe we're starting to get the messages that it's time to let go of something or someone or, you know, even a concept, an idea about ourselves. And when we start to get those messages, sometimes it's hard to know how to let go. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I want to offer right off the bat today is just this idea of mindfully coming back to your breath, because I know for me, if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed because the letting go can be scary, um, it's hard to focus. And the tighter I grab on, the more overwhelmed I might feel or the more emotion I might have. So just simply coming back to that noticing in and out, I notice myself breathing in, I notice myself breathing out. It brings me back to this base of whatever the next steps are, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we are afraid of with letting go. Like if I make this change or if this person leaves, will I be okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I always go back to children in particular, you know, how scary it is that first day of school mm. you know, because they have, and I worked in the school system for a number of years And so just watching these little guys, you know, their eyes are so big and they don't know where to sit and they don't know who's going to be (laughs) their friend and they don't know what's going to be for lunch. And, you know, everything is unknown. And I think it's the unknown that we are afraid of Uh, going into a hospital, going into a doctor's appointment. And we don't know what they're going to tell us sometimes. And even with, you know, something as simple as a physical, it's not that simple because you have all of these labs you know, that have been done. So are you, 
you know, standard deviations away from what is normal. And do, do, are they going to tell you we need to investigate this, which is scary. Yeah. Um, I had to have a, a basal cell, which, you know, is, it, it's a cancer that's not going to kill you, but I actually had one that they found on my scalp. Mm. And so, you know, I went for the mole surgery and you wait in this waiting room with everybody that has, you know, some little aspect of themselves that's been carved out and to see if the borders are clear. Yes. So, um, you know, for me, when they came back and took me into the room, they said, well, we have to do a little bit more. And it was like, oh, geez, (laughs) you know, they do a little more and then they send you back out to the waiting room. And fortunately it was only, you know, the one time, Mm -hmm. but there's so many things that are frightening when it's out of our control. And that's part of that change. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of the, what was coming up for me when we decided what we would talk about together today is that I am sending off my youngest. I have two, two boys who are really men, both of them now. Um, but sending my youngest son to college, uh, soon in just a, in a day, <laughs> um, and now, is he going to be going to summer school? Cause this isn't, he is. yeah. he is, he's starting, um, in the summer. And interestingly enough, he has, he is very, very interested in becoming a therapist. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and actually he'd be a fantastic therapist. He's, he's got a very caring nature. And so his major that he's chosen, it falls in the STEM category the science, technology, engineering, math um, for psychology, because it's part of the sciences. And so they actually have them start in the summer to kind of slowly introduce them. And it sounds like it's it's geared towards success, you know, uh, because change, right? Change uh-huh. is overwhelming. Uh-huh. And it's been so interesting because we've been, you know, he and I, his name is Cole, Cole and I have been kind of walking through a lot of these transitions together and we do have a very open talking relationship and we also have a lot of similarities, he and I together. So we've really been talking about his journey with this transition, um, his feelings and emotions around the transition, because he also went to high school. His freshman year was the, the, you know, first pandemic year, it was 2020 was his freshman year of high school. So he was in some ways, he's like, I just got going with high school (laughs) and now I'm done, you know, because things really were very different for those, those kids that were, were doing that. So we've, we've been looking at how do you kind of say goodbye to one chapter of your life and open up to the next chapter. And of course, for me as a mother, I'm also now saying goodbye to um, just being like a really active mother because I've been a single mom the majority of their lives. Uh, So I've been a very involved parent figure all along the way. And uh, that's a big transition for me too. So learning to let go. And you know what? I think the thing that I've been coming to as well, really actively letting go and envisioning the success of my children in these next stages of life, instead of what happens, I know sometimes, because of course I work with people like this at times, 
feeling worried about them. Mm-hmm. And, and I hear a lot of that language from moms a lot, you know, like, well, it's my job to worry because I'm a mom, but, and here's another thing we can let go of. We've been given a lot of messages about what it looks like to be in a certain role, mother just being one of them. And those aren't necessarily messages that, that serve us or our children. I mean, if I, if I tell my children, it's my job to worry about you, that could be heavy for both of us, you know? Right. Right. So looking at how do I let go and let them move into these next stages, but also sort of like blessing that (laughs) and saying, oh, I envision these great things for you because I feel the power of our words and our thoughts is just so profound. It is. It is. We'll hold on to that thought and we'll take a brief pause for a message from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? experiencing weight gain, having problems with your immune system, getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever. And it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer Products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection Show, where Victoria Hawkins and I are discussing letting go. And you know, the, the picture that came to my mind is how many animals... Um, you know, they raise their little brood, whether it's kittens or puppies or birds or whatever, but they do a much better job sometimes of letting, you know, they (laughs) teach them everything they can teach them. Um, you know, I guess dolphins and whales, even they keep their young with them for a year or more, but then it's time for them to move on. And these little, um, the little turtles that we have here, all along the nature coast of Florida. Mm. I mean, they're, I guess, going to be hatching if they haven't already started hatching. Um, and there's no mother to even teach them anything. <laughs> they, they crawl out of the sand and they go towards the water by instinct and they have to make it on their own. So humans probably need to learn how to release a little sooner than they do, you know, so that, yeah, yeah so that they can actually build that confidence, you know, that I can do this. So it becomes the little engine that could, I think I can. Yes. I really love that. And you always know my, my deep love and connection to our cousins in nature, as I Uh say, the animals and the plants and the trees. Um, And, you know, there's a common, the, a common analogy too, is looking at the seasons of, Uh of nature and how in the fall, the trees don't, you know, get upset because it's time to lose their leaves. At least we don't think they do. They allow them to fall off. They store up their energy so they can spring new ones in the spring. In the spring. Mm -hmm. And I think that those are other tools to me to also help us with this idea of like, how do I, 
how do we improve my abilities to let go? Because I do think that that is hard for a lot of people. Right. And that analogy, you know, I can be like a tree in the fall. I can allow things to fall away that aren't useful anymore. They were, I can honor them and be grateful for how they were useful. Exactly. And then I can allow something new to develop. Right. That's a cool way to look at it. Yeah. There, there was, um, I'm sure you remember the name Leo Biscaglia. Yes. Okay. And he wrote a book called the tale of Freddie the leaf. Oh, (laughs) and he actually, um, you know, Freddie was on this big maple tree and, you know, just was so in awe of everything in the spring as he came out and became a, a leaf, a full leaf. Yes. And then he was so happy because he could shade people that were under him in the summertime. And then he began to, you know, revel in the fact that everything was so colorful in the fall and he loved mm. the color that he was. But then gradually, as he saw all of his friends and family members on this tree dropping to the ground, he became very fearful. Mm. And he did not want to let go. And finally, you know, it was time. I mean, it was snowing and he was one of the last leaves that had been holding on. (laughs) And so he very gradually, you know, parted from the tree and fluttered to the ground and realized it wasn't such a big deal, you know, that he was moving into that part of his life and that he would be nourishing the ground and, you know, be there for future generations of leaves. Um, so it was a beautifully told story that yes. I when I talked to kids, you know, where then maybe their puppy had died or their cat mm-hmm. had died or grandma, grandpa or somebody in their life that they loved that wasn't there anymore. And then teaching them that they're always their memory is always going to be there. Yes. And, you know, it was making me think, too, a little bit about that no matter what kind of transition we're having, whether we are also sometimes we know when we're moving towards a transition off the planet as well, or whether it's watching someone else going through that and, and going through our own grief process. Um, or even when I think about being a mom and moving into a different type of a role with my kids, someday a grandmother, someday a grandmother, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) There's this idea of like, what legacy did I leave. Uh-huh. And that in a lot of ways, even when we let go, we're, we're always making an impact. And uh-huh. that as I choose to let go, I also choose to still leave that imprint and legacy that I have really mindfully established. At least I know for me, I really decided, um, and I've talked about this before, when I did become a single mom, I made a decision that I wanted to be a mindful parent and it wasn't always pretty getting to that point in the beginning. It certainly took a lot of shifts and changes on my part and letting go of old perceptions of myself, how I could act, what I would do. So when I do watch this transition, you know, I feel really confident actually right now that I've left a legacy of things that I wanted to share with both Mm -hmm. my kids. Mm -hmm. And then they get to do what they want with that. You know, they get to take what works for them, leave behind other things. And, um, and that could be the case when we're leaving, you know, sometimes we're not just leaving, uh, kids or family members or whatever. Sometimes we're leaving a home behind or we're leaving Mm -hmm. a job behind or we're Mm -hmm. leaving, 
you know, various changes that we might have, or maybe a partner or something that isn't the right one for you anymore. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I was thinking about is kind of honoring the, the ways that worked for you in that previous time. And then also recognizing that you've, you know, you've left an imprint and you've, you've left a legacy and a mark that will always be there. And, and I think that that's a really beautiful thing. So we are letting go, but we're always also still very connected. No, yeah, that's very true. I mean, you've done artwork that Mm -hmm. will always be, you know, a part of your son's lives. And, uh, you know, if, you know, 50 years from now, you're not physically here, then your artwork will still be here. You've written a book. I know I've written a book. Um, But the podcast, um, you know, I figure that family members, if they want, if they choose, you know, the recordings are going to be there indefinitely. So they'll always be able to hear my voice and hear what was important to me. Mm. And I think sometimes when people are older, I mean, I have a lot of friends who have said, I wish that I had talked to my grandfather or my grandmother about what their life was like and what was important to them and recorded it so that they would have that, they would hear it from their perspective. Yes. And I I wish more people did that or, you know, just took the time to say, tell me about what it was like as you were growing up um, because we don't, we're so busy that we yeah. don't take those moments to just have somebody share with us and listen, you know, use our two ears instead of our mouth. And I think that brings up another point to me with what I have also been looking at personally with letting go is I know that when I did make certain transitions in my life, there were some real practical real life things that I I needed to do. And it, it filled a lot of my time. Okay. And that, that was something that needed to happen at that point with just supporting my family and wanting to be there for the kids in a variety of ways. So I think sometimes when you no longer have that same need anymore, you also might have to look at some habits that you have. And for me, that's been looking at this habit of filling my time with activity, whether it's serving others or whether it's in employment or whether it's like, how am I filling all this time? And could I let go of some of mm-hmm. that so that right. I also could just mindfully enjoy my time? Right. Right. As a, as a human being. <laughs> so if I were to gift you with an extra in your week, an extra um, 24 hours, let's just use right. it to do anything you wanted to do. What do you think you would use that time for? Well, what I am working on using that time for. (laughs) Here's what I will answer that in two ways. One, I know what I've done in the past is look for ways to be of service. And some of that was ways that people paid me. And other times it was just being of service, like from a volunteer standpoint, which I think is an amazing thing. However, it has been out of balance for me at times. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that I've been working on more often is when you told me that right now, here's where I saw myself was sitting on the beach, (laughs) listening, not even reading with a a book in my hand, but like listening to an audible fiction book, (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe something I, I enjoy kind of cute, cute suspense kind of books, but not like scary books, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Just something that has nothing to do with future education or work or, you know, just really like, I guess to me, that's a picture of being fully present in mm -hmm. a state of relaxation. And that's something that personally I'm working on putting more into my life um, as, as it is more important to me at right. this time in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I could see, you know, when you have extra time, I could see, you know, doing maybe an art class. Yes. Um, maybe doing a nature walk. Um, you and your significant other uh, taking a trip to a spiritual place. Yes. And experiencing that together. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, like you said earlier, making memories Mm -hmm. and acknowledging that there's still so much to be explored and so much to be learned. And I think when we're willing to let go of maybe old habits and old ways, that's the stuff that opens up. You know, as you were describing that, we we it would be fun to get a genie to gift me an extra 24 hours. Uh -huh. However, that's unrealistic, I think, right now. So instead what if i gave my what if i was the genie <laughs> well exactly i think I gave you are that right exactly. and i think that that's to our you know to our listeners that's kind of the thing that we all look at sometimes i mean i'm i try to be very real when i when i talk to you all um that these are things that i look at for myself too and when we're willing to let go of these old ways of being mm -hmm. it opens up entire new things that can really be valuable. And oh, absolutely. Um, that's what I look at when I'm moving into this next phase. I mean, even if, even if you were to decide, I mean, you know, I think you and I both love plants. And so yes. <laughs> one of the ways that I give to myself is I go ahead and find, you know, a plant that I want to put in the ground and watch grow. Or, you know, maybe um, it's the luxury of taking a nap in the middle of the afternoon and just, you know, going and uh, cuddling up with my cat for yeah. 45 minutes. Um, but we can be that genie and we can give gifts of time to ourselves to do absolutely nothing with if that's what we want to do. Yeah. And those were foreign things to me for quite some time. And, uh, you know, I... I always honor that in my, my family of origin, you know, that I grew up with, there was a real work ethic mm -hmm. commitment there. And I know that that certainly has served me very well and helped me advance in my career as well as in my education. And at the same time, if that work ethic is out of balance, it can take away from my life enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And those are some of the things that I also look at too, when I think about like messages that I have brought forward from my own, you know, personal life and the people that were influential is taking the things that I think work for me still, because I still love that I can be very focused and structured when I need to be and um, get down to work when I need to do that. And then that's very fulfilling for me. Uh -huh. But if that's all I'm doing, that becomes out of balance. So 
and then it's the letting go of the other part of it, which is letting go of the concept that you need to be a work workaholic, right. um, which I, I think is a real thing, uh, a real prevalent thing in our culture. I know I've worked a lot with individuals and in the therapy world that have had that, um, and then and sometimes it they have immeasurable anxiety yes. if they are not accomplishing or depression if they feel like other people are judging them in the family or their loved ones around them saying, you know, you're not measuring up. Yes. And then sometimes when they have a transition because of health or maybe they're just ready to retire <laughs> and they don't know, you know, how that would look or they don't feel that they are still of, of value. Exactly. So, you know, that it is really probably a skill that we can practice throughout our life. This idea of letting go, like you were saying, we really start it when we're young. Yes. <laughs> and I hadn't really thought about that until, you know, I was listening to you as we started the program today, we do start it when we're young, but maybe we also hopefully learn how to master it as we become adults instead of regressing <laughs> and hanging on and hanging on and hanging on because that was sort of the quote that I was thinking or the the point of part of the quote from Thich Nhat Hanh was you know it the key to happiness is letting go and the alternative is hanging on and feeling you mentioned the word already anxious mm -hmm. I think I said worried earlier mm -hmm which then can lead to feeling depressed. Mm -hmm. So these are things that become really, you know, debilitating in life. You know, one of the things that became very clear to me, I had lived up in um, close to you, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, previously. And so a year ago, a uh, little more than a year ago, when I moved south uh, to where I am today, I had to go through, I had to sort a lot mm. of stuff. And I ha you have no idea until you dig into the cubby holes of where you put things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have no idea the amount of things that you can just hang on to. Mm -hmm. And so I started gifting. I started donating, um, you know, before I moved because it's expensive to move. Yes. And, uh, you know, you hire people to take everything <laughs> to the truck and then take it all into your new house. And even after I moved into my new home, I started donating again, because as I was unpacking, I realized I am not going, you know, I love this, but I'm not going to use it. And I yes. offered it to other people and they were like, no, wait, you know, I'm not going to use it. I, I don't want to add it to my clutter. And so I was taking things over to Goodwill, which was pretty close to me so that somebody would, you know, like appreciate it or love on it the way I once did. Right. And I, I think that, you know, clothes, I had a friend who was an attorney years ago, and she gave me a little bit of wisdom. And she said, never go buy a new anything, unless you're willing to take at least one or two items out of your closet to donate. Mm -hmm. So don't bring anything in unless you're giving something away. And I have made that a practice um, after she taught me that. It was like, you know, that is so true because how many closets do you open and you can't even figure out what you've got in there? Yes. I I have a similar, I basically adopted the same practice quite some time ago. And um, the my kids and I had moved a, a number of times <laughs> for a while. And then we finally kind of settled in somewhere. But 
I tend to do this on a monthly to bi-monthly basis where I go through my main closet area and, you know, a couple other smaller areas, maybe uh-huh, uh-huh. kitchen oriented things and release. Uh-huh. And sometimes I just leave it that way. And other times I'm like, okay, now I can, you know, bring in a new blouse or <laughs> whatever right. the case may be. But it's so funny because of course, in the preparation to take my son to college, we also, and I did this with my older son, uh, who's on his last year of college this year, we go through their room <laughs> and we throw away, donate or keep, and then buy if we need to the other things to take with. And we just did that in the last few days too. Oh my God. So funny so how, because how appropriate that we're talking about letting go. <laughs> and I was, and I was saying, you know, are we keeping this? Are we letting this go? Why are we keeping this? <laughs> right, right. Oh, and, and it is, such, such a, it's hard. It's hard for kids to, you know, let go of things that were very meaningful to them when they were in elementary school or middle school. And and now, like you said, going to college, it's time to say, you know, farewell to a few things, or maybe hang on to a couple things they might want to give their children someday. Right. So man, our show is over already. And it always (laughs) just flies. Tell people how they can get hold of you. Absolutely. So if you would like to learn more about the different things that I have going on, you can always visit my website, which is wingedtreasures.com. And that's W-I-N-G-E-D-T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-S.com. And that'll link you to a lot of different things that I do, um, courses and uh, talking engagements and things like that. So Awesome. Awesome. And of course, you're one of my favorite people to bring Um, on the show. I love doing this. um, We will, you know, definitely be back in touch with you in future months to come. I wish you nothing but beautiful memories as you take your son away to school tomorrow. Is that when Thank you. Yes, I literally leave tomorrow morning. morning. (laughs) Okay. I know he's going to be incredibly successful having a mom like you. And I hope you have a beautiful summer. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Lucy. This was a blast as always. Okay. Uh, Everybody, please go out there and make this your best life. And remember that letting go, although it is difficult, it also brings new rewards, you know, because you're going to embrace something new in the future as you let go of something maybe from your past. And otherwise, we'll see you next time. Enjoy your life. Make it your best one. Bye-bye, everyone. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.